Hello, and welcome to Tit Talk, the mess that is my mind. <laughs> Somebody wants to rescue me from it, that would be fucking fantastic. My brain is uh, on full speed, full speed ahead, and my body is just dragging along behind. I can't keep up with my thoughts these days, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure a lot of us feel like they're just trapped in their own minds, and it's... Ugh, God, I've... I would just do anything to break out. Like, some days are better than others, but... You know, I... And I'm being hard on myself, because... Let me be honest with you. So I've... I've been unemployed for this entire year. Um... Not really my vibe, not really, you know, something I'm too proud of. Um, and it's not for lack of trying. I've been trying really hard to get a job, a good job. A job with an employer who's gonna respect me and my goals and, and all these things. And, and I faced a little rejection today. I made it so far in a certain stage for a job that I actually really wanted and uh, and I didn't make it and it is what it is. I will be just fine. Everything will be fine. But yeah, I've just been feeling really down because I was hoping that I'd get this job. I didn't get the job and it's just not my ideal outcome. It wasn't the expected outcome. As much as I try to live my life having no expectations, because often expectations lead to disappointment, I got really excited thinking, okay, I've made it pretty far towards actually getting this job. It's something I feel like I'd be a great fit for, and, you know, I'd actually start to feel like I am contributing to society again, (laughs) because let's be real, Jen, you can go on a bike ride and a run and walk your dog and be good for yourself like there's so many things that I'm doing that are good and beneficial with my time that I'm I'm that I'm really proud of myself for putting in the effort to do but I think as a 25 year old almost 26 you know supporting herself entirely I don't have anybody else to help me I don't have parents to lean on (laughs) they're dead you know, my grandma's retired. She's She doesn't even have a husband to lean on. She's paying her rent. She's, you know, I, I um, yeah, I do have a support system, but, like, I'm so used to just relying on myself and not asking for help, and I've never really been in this position for this long now, and it's really starting to get to me and my self-worth. And, yeah, I, I took everything I could into my control today up until reading the email that essentially stated, hey, thanks, it was nice to get to know you, (laughs) you know, but this is where we're going to end things, so, you know, I got a, you know, a a polite, respectful uh, decline to move on for a job that I really was hoping to get, and, uh, and that's okay, that's okay, I will survive, I really hope the job went to a single mom of three who could have used it a lot more than I could, if if that makes any sense. But that's enough of that. I'm sure everything, you know, will work out in the end the way it's supposed to, because obviously that job just wasn't wasn't meant to be. Okay, this too shall pass. We will move on. All the cheesy sayings you've heard before, one step at a time. Uh, it, it doesn't fucking matter. Chill out, Jennifer. <laughs> 
But yeah, I guess I guess what I'm saying there is uh, you have to be prepared to move on when things don't go as planned, whether that's with a job, the current state of the world, a relationship, death. You need to move on when things don't go as planned, uh, and you need to have uh, the perseverance, the strength, the confidence, the willingness. The financial freedom also helps. I'm sure if you're younger, you're like, Jennifer, I live with my parents, I don't have a job, I have, like, logistically, what you're saying is, is near impossible. Yeah, there, there is a financially freedom, financial freedom aspect to it that, that makes a massive difference. But uh, that's when you go back to focusing on what you can control. Maybe there is a job you can get. I mean, my niece, during this time... You know, I mean, school, grade 12 for her is coming to an end. She's about to graduate in like a month. Uh, and, and she got a, a job at the grocery store. You know, she's got a lot of things going for her. She's got, she'll be going to university in the fall. But she needs to, you know, it gets her out of the house, gives her something to do. And, and shit, maybe she's, she's doing better than I am in that regard. Because I'm clearly cooped up in my house going crazy. <laughs> but yeah, when things don't go as planned, you need to move on. You will be fine. Whatever is meant to be will be. Whatever is meant to stick will stick. You just gotta hope something sticks. <laughs> but yeah, I guess something I really need to be doing more because I can rescue myself from my own mind. I can go inwards and I can calm myself down. I can do breath work. As Melissa Woodhealth says, find those micro moments throughout the day, whether it's to do some meditation or some exercise. Little micro moments add up to a big change. So find your micro moments, micro dose if you need to. <laughs> micro dose and take a micro moment. That's what I should be doing on a regular basis. Okay, Jennifer? Note to self here, note to self. I've also gone so far into a, every little loophole crevice in my mind that I'm like, oh, maybe I should go back to school. Maybe I should take an online course. Not a, shitty not a shitty idea. Lifelong learning is something that we're all about over here on TikTok. You should never stop wanting to learn about yourself, the world around you, the people around you. That's what life's about. Learning and speaking your authentic truth and living your authentic truth. And how are you going to know if it's authentic if you don't keep learning about the opportunities? So... Maybe I'm, I might go back to school. My my mom was really into herbalism and naturopathic medicine. Not that I want to become a naturopathic doctor, but I think being able to, you know, provide provide sort of this uh, level of care for myself and, and my loved ones would, would bring me a lot of comfort and enjoyment. And uh, it, it makes me feel a lot closer to my mom, you know, the idea of you know, making my own tinctures, the things that she would do for me. She even, you know, would make little, like, ointments for diaper rash or just, she was, she knew, you know, if, if you had a cold, if you had this, this plant, and yeah, obviously I need to go to school for it because I don't know much about it yet, but it does interest me and I do feel a lot closer to my mom when I, I'm learning about these things and, I mean, every single morning I take uh, an oil of oregano ginseng, chlorophyll, aloe vera concoction, vital greens. I, I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before. They make a, like a little, it's a concentrate that has a lot of really good nutritional supplements in it. 
and I just pour that in with some orange juice, take a couple pills and some oil of oregano and feel a lot healthier just having that first thing in the morning, even before my coffee. But yeah, I, I might go back to school and just explore, you know, a, an online course or I know there's a few really low commitment courses that I can take online so that might be my thing and I might even make it an Ivy League thing I might I might be going to Cornell University <laughs> e-Cornell I mean it's not I, I did a webinar and they're like no it's it is Cornell but it's just it's it's e-Cornell so how Ivy League can it be if it's uh if it's online but we'll see maybe I won't maybe I will damned if I do damned if I don't right that's how I feel right now in this world. I'm damned if I do this, damned if I don't do that. Right now, there's just a lot of, a lot of heaviness. And this might be because I watched Children of Men last night. I haven't seen that movie before. It takes place in a, I think it's a dystopian part of England it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. There's just so much famine and, and it's uh, the, basically there hasn't been children on earth for, for 18 years. The youngest person alive dies at the beginning of the movie. They, they actually kill themselves because of the, of, because of the pressure that happens in the first scene. I mean, not the actual suicide, but it's, uh, it's just so twisted, just like life itself. <laughs> And I don't really know if I would recommend the movie. Honestly, I think I've been on a bit of a downward spiral since I watched it. Maybe I should go watch Soul to lift my spirits. But I think it was important that I watched it because I haven't... I don't really watch a lot of dystopian films. I'm not too inclined to visually just see so much despair. But I was glued to the end of my couch, sweating, and, and heart was just going because this movie is just so good. Children of Men. It's available on Netflix until June 1st. And um, acting is so good. Such great acting. Such great direction. Such great cinematography. It's such a good-looking movie. You're right in there with the characters the whole time. And... I yeah I just I wouldn't watch it if you're if you're manic like me and you, and you struggle to, uh, I, I'm very empathetic and compassionate so I found myself right off the bat just it just not being so hopeful throughout the movie and the ending not that it isn't hopeful but it doesn't show you there's not a lot of closure and it doesn't really show you a a uh, state of being better off. <laughs> I'm trying to describe it without giving any spoilers because I, as much as I'm like, oh, don't watch it because it fucking put me on a downward spiral, you should watch it because it's a really good film. It's just a good, it's just a good piece of film, a good work of art, <laughs> uh, and it also just really eerily applies to where things are, at least in Canada. I can't speak for the whole world, us in Canada and more so Ontario are just looking at the rest of the world heart like just heartbroken all we want is to go and live our lives and everyone else is 
free to go and do so, if you will. You know, I'm, I'm really grateful for the relationships that I have in my life right now. Like, even, even though I can count on one hand <laughs> those closest to me, I, those, those people are, are my world, are my heart, and, and I'm sure we all can think of our, our handful, or our, if, if you can count, if you can't even keep count on your fingers and your toes and anything, then good for you, I'm, I'm good with my small number as much as I do want more, you need to have people around you that are, are adding to your vibrations, not taking away from it, you know, like, what is the relationship making you become? Is it making you become a better version of yourself, an angrier version of yourself, a more insecure version of yourself? What's the relationship making you feel like? If it's if it's beneficial, I mean, of course, anything's going to present a challenge or a rough patch, but ask yourself, what is the relationship making you become? A better version of yourself? Do they raise your vibrations? If you've answered yes or something positive then chances are they're a good person to keep around so if it wasn't for them I don't know where I would be in this uh in this time you know it's on days like today especially where I do feel face that rejection and I do feel like ugh, why do I like honestly like I there's part of me that's like I the last thing I want to do is record this podcast and and I'm my schedule with podcasting has kind of taken a bit of a hit because of some some personal matters that have that have happened I've had to sort of reshift you know time-wise where I can be spending uh time on on recording and editing so I'm gonna be coming to a a new decision on when I'm gonna be dropping um audio and video I know I've been doing audio Sunday nights video on YouTube Mondays we might stick to that we might switch it up we might even get them both out on the same day who knows I just need to I need to one two three four my life I'm still doing that guys okay 1234 is still in process we're still organizing and prioritizing our lives and figuring out what what we want to do and and just when you think you're on a you know upward trajectory and you're so close to getting that job or you know you're just about to graduate or you know that you're just about to finish this thing or you're just so close and then it doesn't happen it doesn't work out the way you want it to uh it's going to be okay <laughs> and I'm and I'm trying to just even tell myself that right now in this moment it will be okay you know it will be and and, and let's just like, I wouldn't be mad if this job went to a single mom of three, like I mentioned. So let's just visualize her having this job. And that makes me happy as opposed to me not being sad that I didn't get it. Something that I realized yesterday while I was on my bike ride is that I love complimenting people. And I'm not, you know, I'm not inauthentic about it. I'm genuine. I genuinely compliment somebody on something if I like it and on my bike ride yesterday I was biking super fast speedy Gonzalez there was no stopping me the momentum was behind me and and I was going and I was going okay aerodynamic zoom 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 through the wind and then I saw this girl teenager bright red hair fire truck red she didn't have headphones in I thought this is my fucking opportunity I said, nice hair, as I passed, and she passed, like, it was a split-second opportunity, she said, thank you, 
That was so cool. <laughs> I lived for that moment. I lived for that moment. There was so many opportunities in my life, or I shouldn't say opportunities. There's times in my life looking back where I'm like, okay, I, I don't really know how to like introduce myself to this person. I don't really, like even when it came to networking, I would go up to them and I'd compliment something that they were wearing. I'd say, wow, I love your capris. I love the pattern on your bag. Or wow, look at those shoes. And then the conversation would go from there. You know, I, I just say compliment, compliment a stranger. You have no idea where it could lead to. Even if it's just to make you feel better or potentially make them feel better, it's a win-win. There's even, like, in the corporate world, there was so many times when I'm like, I don't know how to speak to this this major, you know, this person is so much higher up than I am. They're not going to want to speak to me. Or how am I going to even initiate the conversation? Initiate the conversation with a compliment. Keep it genuine. You know, it's always been a good icebreaker, but just sort of say, oh, I like your shoes. I, I've, you know, or, oh my gosh, what a unique necklace. Like, is that pearl? <laughs> No, you, you just sort of find something, um, it does, like it's not a physical trait, right? It just sort of like me, like I, I love fashion and I'm usually dressed, you know, in a really unique and expressive, eccentric way. So right away, they might then compliment something back on, on me because I'm going to wear some, going to be wearing something that you can compliment on, whether it's snake skin bell bottoms a cool blazer and a belt, there's going to be something you can compliment me on, okay? And maybe that was a little narcissistic, but that's fine. It's just me and you here, so keep it between us. <laughs> anyway, give them a compliment. They'll be like, oh, thanks. I, I got it on a, a trip to uh, Thailand with my husband. Oh my god, Th Thailand? I've never been there. I always wanted to go. And then the conversation starts to flow, and next thing you know, you're like, wow, I am the most most confident person in the room, I can go walk up and talk to anybody because I'm just going to hand out a compliment and receive one and, and work my way up in this corporate world. Easier said than done. But if you don't know how to initiate a conversation or even if you're feeling a little low, go compliment somebody because it does make you feel better. In explaining that, I also remembered a few weeks ago when I was in Kitchener, I was going into Dollarama and I was wearing... I was wearing some uh, some white running shoes, some knockoff Nike Air Forces. Not that I can't afford or don't want Nike Air Forces, but when I'm like walking my dog in like mud and on trails, I want to look cute, but I don't want to like totally ruin an expensive good pair of shoes. So I often buy a knockoff cheap like cheaper shoe. So I bought a pair of, yeah, they're, they're very clearly not Nike Air Forces, and I didn't want them to be, but point being, these, I got chirped by like 12-year-old boys as I was going into the dollar store. They're like, oh my god, this girl's wearing fake Air Force Ones. I go into the dollar store, I get what I had to get, and in my head I'm like, I, I don't care, but like it also just rubbed me the wrong way that these guys are just, these boys are just waiting outside of a store to like say rude shit to grown women like it's not it's not cute they should not think that that's an okay thing to do so when I left the store I turned to them and, and I said boys you're gonna learn soon enough that in this life there's a lot more important things than, than name brand shoes 
And of course, I, I put them on the spot. They felt all awkward, so they looked at me. They gave me the thumbs up, trying to act all tough and alpha, but also just very uncomfortable. It was so me living my authentic truth, putting these little boys in their place, trying to tell them to basically fuck off and go give a shit about something else other than my shoes, you know, like our freedoms. That's what I said as I walked away. I'm like, you should care about our freedoms. <laughs> If you, if you need an idea, <laughs> because you guys aren't going to live to be 25, young, wild, and free. You guys are being the most free you can be right now, and you're 12 years old talking shit about a grown lady outside of a Dollarama in Kitchener. Check yourself, little boy. I'm looking back on, on a note of something I wanted to talk about this episode, and it's very fitting for the kind of day that I just had today. My note says... Make room for what serves you. Trust in your spirit guides and things will fall into place. Whatever is meant to be will be, but not for lack of effort. Amen, Jennifer. Amen. So true. So trust trust that. Trust what you tell yourself all the time. You, you, you know yourself so well. You are your own best friend. And you know it'll work out. So just just breathe. Breathe easy. It'll, it'll be okay. I often, when I am feeling so overwhelmed and I can't keep up with my mind, it is hard for me to meditate. It is hard for me to control those thoughts. But when I do meditate, I often crying, bawling my eyes out, which is good. feels amazing. And then all of a sudden, I you know when you're crying so hard and then all of a sudden you get that rush of calmness slash exhaustion slash I have no tears left and there's like an uncomfortable ball in my throat so I just need to like gather myself well I had that the other morning <laughs> I had that kind of deep cry and then I had this rush of something that I could not describe as anything other than spiritual where I just I felt like my spirit guides were <laughs> I don't know who my spirit guides are. I've never really reached out to them. They've never really called upon me. But we connected the other morning. And uh, and I just cried and I cried. And they just told me. They didn't tell me. I didn't hear anything, but I felt it. I, I was being told that it would work out. So here's to hoping it works out. <laughs> And it's true. Whatever is meant to be will be. And it is not for lack of effort. It is not for lack of me waking up, trying to do good things for myself, striving to obtain the best for myself. It's not for lack of not trying. I do try. I could always try harder. And that's that's the thing I, thing I, I think a lot of us, we're, we don't, you know, we do push ourselves and we say, oh, I could have done this better. I could have even now, I'm, I'm kicking myself and saying, oh, I could have said this instead of this in the interview. Oh, I, looking back, I should have started posting on Instagram when I was 16, and then I could have been a, a big influencer with a million followers. Hindsight's twenty twenty. We all know that. Focus on what you can control. Manifest a good future. Put effort into place to give yourself that positive future. You know, you've gotten yourself this far. You can get yourself wherever you want to go. Anything is possible. You know, and, and I think, too, oh, this, is, uh, this is a product of what the Canadian government wants. 
They want to take someone who was so confident, had high spirits, was so driven, and I'm still all of those things, but because of 16 months of lockdown, and for me, four or five months of unemployment straight, um, yeah, it's a lot. So I'm going to let you go on that one. And, uh, and that's that. Go, go compliment somebody. Because if they're anything like me, they need it. I really need a compliment from a stranger. So give me a compliment down in the comments. Give me a good rating. Give, follow me. Just if you follow me or subscribe or do anything to interact with me on socials or on any podcast platform or wherever you're getting this and reaching me, it just, just compliment me or do something nice for me, okay? Selfish ask, but do it for me and yourself, okay? Because it'll make you feel good in the end. Peace and love to all. <sighs> Pray for me, guys. Pray for me. Pray that I'll have a, you know, better stories, more uplifting shit to talk about next week because your girl's been a little bit low for a few weeks now, okay? Although the weather's looking up, things in my life have, uh, have been in a bit of a dark place. Peace and love. See you soon. Clearly I'm not good at goodbyes. <laughs>